The following is another Classic Hits sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Inbounds pass stolen away. Sidney Kroll gets it. Turnover number five, Wood River, trying to go coast to coast on Lure. Lays it up and in. Good speed, good handling of the basketball, and we are tied at eight. As the Eagles want to sprint the other way, and on the passing lane, stepping in front, Miranda Smith makes the steal. Same thing, Lure can't block that one. Tonight, the Amherst Broncos host the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. They'll reverse it over to Bergstrom. Bounce pass, beautiful to Abbott. Layup, good. On the assist from Grant Bergstrom. Boy, Bergstrom has just been playing lights out here this evening. It's a non-conference doubleheader tonight, and both squads could use a win to bolster their seeds in the upcoming conference tournaments. It's the Buffaloes and the Broncos coming up next. But first, it's the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with KKPR Sports' Randy Bushcutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to Amherst for a great doubleheader here tonight as Gibbon comes to town to take on the Broncos. Should be a very even matchup here on the girls' side. The Gibbon girls will hit the road with a record of 8-7. and seven. Amherst is 5-10 and 10 on the year. On the boys' side, well, Amherst has had the uh, better of it this season so far as the Broncos back to somewhat as they've been in the last few years pretty successful they're 10 and 5 on the season given a bit of a rebuilding year they're 3 and 11 but they have been able to uh, do a lot of th- they've been growing throughout the course of the year so we anticipate a pretty interesting matchup here in Amherst and we're going to step away for just a moment when we come back we'll set the stage a little bit more for the girls game and give you our starting lineups when we continue with more of the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark and New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We'll be back with the starters right after this timeout. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trade packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. And welcome back here to Amherst. Let's give you our starting lineup. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank 
Ian Carney. We'll begin, first of all, for the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, and their starters will be Ellie Snell, a 5'8 senior who averages 10.3 points and 5.3 rebounds. Miranda Smith, also a senior, 5'5. She's averaging right at 8 points and 2.6 rebounds. Bree Bailey is a 5'6 senior who averages 1.4 points and 2.3 rebounds. Parker Kenton is a 5'8 senior, and uh, Kenton is averaging 6.3 points and 4 Point three rebounds. Sydney Kroll is a 5-7 senior, and uh, Kroll on the season is averaging 8.6 points and 4.4 rebounds on the year. Meanwhile, here for the uh, Amherst Lady Broncos, their starters will be Emily Palmer, a 5-11 junior, and Palmer on the year is averaging 6.9 points and 3.1 rebounds. Emily Arnold is a 5'8 senior, and she's averaging 6.6 points and two and a half rebounds. Also making the start will be Taryn Hadwager, also a senior. Excuse me, she's a junior. She's uh, 5'10 and averaging 6.8 points and five and a half rebounds. Abby Martinson is a 5'9 junior, and Martinson on the year, as uh, we find her here, is uh, averaging six points and five rebounds. Jaden Shockey is a junior, 6-1, and Shockey is averaging 6 points and 6.6 rebounds per ball game. That is your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll return here to Amherst for the tip-off here between the Broncos and the uh, Buffaloes coming up next right here on Classic Hits 98.9. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter 
or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. And welcome back here to Amherst. National Anthem has wrapped up. So has our New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your heel leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. So we're all set, ready to go. Amherst in their home white uniforms with the red numbers and letters. And for the Broncos, of course, for the uh, Buffaloes, rather, they'll be in their road blue uniforms with the white numbers. A little bit of red trim in there, so... They got red, white, and blue pretty well covered here. We're all set and ready to go, and the tip is in the air, and it will be controlled here by the Broncos of bringing the offensive end. Palmer has it, and she'll take it just short of the free throw line, and she'll dump it down low, and pivoting and scoring immediately here for Amherst is going to be Taryn Hadwiger. So Hadwiger has the first two points of the ball game here for either squad. Bouncer on the left wing, that's the Parker Kenton. They'll now lob it on the right wing. That'll be Snell with it. And Snell helps work it back around the perimeter here for Smith. They throw it in the lane, and Gibbons' pass is going to be intercepted. So here come the uh, Broncos after making the defensive play. Arnold's going to pull up, pull the trigger on the three. That's going to be a little bit too strong, and the rebound is going to be taken out here by Smith. So Smith in the offensive end. They'll try to enter it inside, and that's going to be intercepted. So another turnover here for Gibbons. Two possessions, two turnovers, and around the perimeter we go. Arnold has it. We'll enter it inside. Pass is going to be knocked away, so now Amherst will turn the basketball over. Good hands on the inside there. Pass up ahead on the drive here is going to be Sidney Kroll. Kroll puts up a little runner. That's going to be no good, and Taryn Hedwiger is going to pull down the defensive board, and we're going to have a foul. So it will be a hold here on Gibbon, and that will be the first foul of the game here on Sidney Kroll. So on the bounce is going to be Arnold. Arnold here for the Broncos. She'll be looking to her right and find Palmer. She'll set a screen for Palmer. Palmer takes the top of the circle. Facing the little zone here. And on the top of the circle, there's Martinson. Martinson gives it on the left wing here for Palmer. Palmer on the bounce, looking to the inside. And they'll get it inside for Hadwiger. Hadwiger a little pivot. Kicks it back out. Now penetration by Palmer. Palmer's going to elevate off the back of the heel. No good. And rebound taken out by Bailey. Bailey's going to be on the run. She's going to take it all the way herself and then bouncing on the baseline here for Snell. Snell's shot's going to be no good. And rebound by Hadwiger. So Hadwiger will pull down the board. will throw it up ahead and posting up quickly down low. Turn around. Jumper no good here for Shockey. Shockey missed the shot. And there'll be another rebound here for Smith. So good look there as they got it quickly in the low post here for Amherst. They still have that 2-0 lead, and the ball is in the corner. It's going to be tied up. Possession arrow still pointing to Gibbon. And so it will be Buffalo basketball here, but Amherst will move the arrow at least. And Kenton will inbound. Between the circles, Smith has it. Smith stops at the elbow, lobs it in the corner here for Kroll. Kroll will drive the baseline. Will bounce it here for Bree Bailey. Bailey, nice extra pass on that right wing to set up the uh, open shot here by Ellie Snell, and Snell will get the first points of the ball game. Good ball movement, especially once they got that ball close to the basket. There by Gibbon. None of those passes were more than about six to eight feet, but those last three were very effective. 
Pass on the inside. Turnaround jumper here for Hadwiger. No, she's going to dump it in underneath. That's a good look. Shockey will go in for the score. Nice pass there by Hadwiger. Getting that pass inside for Shockey. So we've seen some good passes these last two offensive trips. And now on the left side is going to be Parker Kenton who drains the three. And we have some happy people who happen to be parents. So she drains the three and Gibson has the first lead of the ball game at five to four. On the high post, Hadwiger had the ball and then she's going to be fouled. And that will be a foul here on Parker Kenton, her first of the ball game. Second as a team here on the Buffaloes, who are back on defense. On the baseline, the ball is inbounded for Arnold. Arnold gets it uh, for Martinson. Martinson dribbles down to the baseline, missed the shot, and is going to be rebounded by Bailey, but then turned over, and then a quick pass on the right side here for Shockey. Shockey couldn't get that one to fall. And so it will be Gibbon basketball. Pass on the low block. Looking inside here for Kroll. Back around the perimeter we go. Kroll's going to get back in that corner, and they'll get it off here left side for Kenton. Kenton with a good look at it. Couldn't get the three to fall, but an offensive rebound is uh, pulled down here by Bailey, and they'll work back around. And again, they're being very patient here. And they'll kick left side, and the three-pointer by Kroll is going to be off the mark. Offensive board here by Parker Kenton. She gets the offensive board. And they'll kick now right side for another three, and this one's good by Snell. Well, third time's the charm on that trip there for the Buffaloes as they hit three-pointers the last two trips, and they now have an 8-4 to four lead here as we've played four minutes in the first quarter. Emily Arnold on the dribble, uses up that dribble, and will throw it in the lane here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger's going to drive, take it off glass, and score. Taryn Hadwiger with the bucket. And here comes Miranda Smith. Smith, she's going to drive, jump stop, kick in the corner. There's Snell for three. Off the iron, no good. And it's going to go out of bounds. Last touched by the Buffaloes. So it'll be a team rebound here for Amherst. So up ahead we go. And we're going to have a little reach-in foul called here. And uh, with 3.23 to go, get that all straightened out as we've got the uh, foul being called here underneath, and they'll enter it inside. A quick little jumper, good entry pass in for Martinson, and Martinson will get the bucket. So 8-8, eight eight. and the pass on that left wing is going to be knocked down by Natalie Kratzer, who came in just a little bit ago. She's able to force the Gibbon turnover. And so right wing with the basketball is going to be Arnold. Arnold throws it in the lane. Great catch there in traffic by Hadwiger, but she missed the shot. And the rebound is going to be pulled down by Morgan's, Morgan Watkins-Meyer. She'll pull down the board. And quick jumper on the left side in transition for Gibbon. That's going to be no good. But the long rebound is taken out here by Snell. So Snell will give it off left wing. A little runner in traffic here by Parker Kenton. Kenton can't get that one to fall. It was a good look. And the rebound by Martinson. So here comes Amherst. They'll get it on the low block. We'll kick it back out here for Arnold. Arnold's going to drive, elevate, and now head to the line as she was fouled. She was attacking the basket very nicely. And she got enough uh, action there from Cindy Kroll. The Kroll committed the, her second foul of the game. 
And the free throw is up and no good here for Emily Arnold. So Arnold misses the first of two. And both teams throughout the course of the year have struggled just a little bit from the free throw line. Second free throw is up, in and out, no good. And rebound ripped out of there by Kenton. So Kenton with the board. And now she'll help bring the ball up court. They'll kick it back out here for Smith. Smith gives it to Kenton. Kenton throws it down low for Kroll. Kroll will step through a double team, lay it off the glass, no good, and rebound after the miss. Martinson did a nice job of not walking with the basketball after she pulled down the rebound. And now in the offensive set is going to come Amherst. Emily Arnold gets it on the high block here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger back inside now for Arnold. Arnold will take it off the iron. That's no good. And rebounded by Kroll. Good look there as they got that pass and got a good attempt out of it. Now a great lob pass down low and off the glass. Morgan Watkins-Meyer is going to get the bucket. So Watkins-Meyer will score, and uh, the lead goes back here to Gibbon. They lead it 10-8. With the ball is Arnold. Arnold throws it between the circles here for Hadwiger, and Hadwiger back out for Arnold. Arnold will penetrate a little bit, kick out here right side for Kelly Mulholland, and now in the lane they'll get it for Hadwiger. Her jumper is going to be no good, and coming out with the board is going to be Gibbon. Running with it here is Snell. Snell will pull up, and she'll hit the bucket. Ellie Snell. Nice job. Got the rebound on one end and was able to dribble up and hit the shot on the other. Took care of it herself. Now here's a trail three by Arnold. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Smith. And again, the uh, Buffaloes are going to be on the run. But this time they kind of double dribbled with it. They had a little trouble handling the ball. And so the Buffaloes will turn it over. Started with a high dribble and then they end up with the double dribble as they try to control it. 12-8, our score here in Amherst. Gibbon with the lead. And with no pressure being put on, Emily Arnold will bring across the timeline. And she'll dribble to that left wing behind the arc. And we'll just toss the ball back out here for Brianna Trampy. Trampy will give it on the right side here for Mulholland. Mulholland's jumper is no good. There's a scrum for the basketball. And pulling it down here is going to be Trampy. So Trampy will pull down the board. And on the bounce here is going to be Emily Arnold. Arnold will enter it on the high post here for Shockey. And uh, it's going to be... Nobody touched it, so it's going to be an Amherst turnover. 19.8 for Gibbon to try to add on to their 12-8 lead late here in the first quarter. 1-3-1 zone here for Amherst. And they're going to have to hustle here a little bit. Bringing it up is going to be Miranda Smith. She's across the timeline with 15 seconds to go. They put it on the high post. Back out here for Smith. Smith will skip it here left side for Snell. Snell will shoot the three with six to go. In and out, no good. Rebound taken out by Shockey. Shockey's going to outlet it. Get it to Arnold. And Arnold's going to try a half-court shot. And that's going to be well short. So it's been um, very entertaining here in the first quarter, but the Buffaloes on the road here in Amherst have a four-point lead. It's 12-8 when we start the second quarter right after this timeout. 
What's the big news? The big news is Buzz of Marine's 40th annual used boat show taking place January 6th through the 13th. During this show, you can get the best prices of the year on the best used boats available. Buzz's will have lots of premium used boats on hand that have been completely checked out and detailed, and they come with a rock-solid warranty. So find out more and read all about it at buzzesmarine.com. Family fun launches from here during Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show January 6th through the 13th, 5th and Central Kearney. Where else can you get so much great food for an affordable price? Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge in sunny downtown Gibbon. For years, they have prided themselves in being more bang for the buck and making homemade food fresh right there. Like their famous prime rib, it's the best prime rib west of Wall Street, and it's right in your backyard. And what about their huge jumbo hand-breaded shrimp, the freshest salad and fruit bars around? Make the drive to sunny downtown Gibbon and be part of great family, food, and tradition. And welcome back here to Amherst as the Broncos trailing on their home floor to Gibbon. It's 12 to 8 as we start the second quarter here. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. The entry pass is going to be stolen away here by the Buffaloes. And then it's going to be knocked loose again by Amherst. Trying to track it down is uh, going to be Martinson. In any event, it goes back here to the Buffaloes. The catch down low, flying in there was Ellie Snell. Snell never really had great control of the ball. But she was fouled as she was trying to go back up with it. She controlled it enough. She was going back up strong. And so that little pass down low will set her up. And Abby Martinson will be called for her first foul here for Amherst. And the free throw is going to be no good. Here for Ellie Snell. Snell, the 5'8 senior, puts up the second free throw. And that one hits the bottom of the well. And Gibbon has their largest lead of the ball game at now 5. It's now 13-8. On the bounce here is going to be Arnold, and we're going to call a little push foul on Arnold. And she created a little bit of space, and so that's going to be a uh, offensive foul for her. Only the second team foul against Amherst. Still going 1-3-1 is Amherst. Pass in the corner, and they'll get it back out here for Smith. Smith gives it to the top of the circle for Kenton. Kenton gets it down low in a high arcing pass to Smith, who will give it to uh, Kenton. Kenton with a long deuce. That's no good. And rebounded by Palmer. So Palmer with the board after a pretty good look there by Gibbon. And then the skip left wing. They get it to Martinson in transition. And Martinson will hit a quick two. Well, not really waiting for Gibbon to get that half-court defense set up. They kick it to Martinson in the corner. And she, with her back heels on the three-point line, will uh, hit it. And the ball is loose and tracking it down. But going off her hands is going to be Bailey Rockefeller. So that will be a, a Gibbon turnover. It was actually off the legs of Amherst, but they weren't kicking at it, so it wasn't a violation. And Rockefeller went to go get it, and she couldn't handle it, couldn't reel it in quick enough. So the kick here right side for Palmer. Palmer enters it in, and driving in is going to be Shockey, and Shockey will score. Jaden Shockey here with the bucket. She now has four in the game. Hadwiger has four. Martinson has four. So there's uh, all 12 points here for the Buffalo, for the Broncos. They trail it here 13-12 to 12, as the ball is in Rockefeller's hands right side. Quick entry pass inside for Bree Bailey, and that'll be a given turnover. They're not having the opportunity to run here, but Arnold will bring it up ahead, and she'll pass it left side, nearly stolen out there by Bailey Rockefeller, but Rockefeller ran out of room. So Broncos will keep the ball here as Arnold will dribble. Kick left wing for Martinson. Martinson, great entry pass down low for Shockey and Shockey. We'll put Amherst back on top, 
So bouncing here is going to be Smith. They'll get it on the baseline here for Kroll. Kroll will work inside that 1-3-1, miss the shot, and Shockey will pull down the rebound. Not a, not a great look there, but got close anyway. And then the entry pass down low in transition, and that's an easy bucket. Good work here by the Broncos, getting it inside to Hadwiger, and we're going to have a timeout taken by Gibbon. 30-second timeout here. It's 16-13, uh, to 13, the lead in the hands of the Broncos. We'll be back at Amherst right after this. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. And welcome back here. The Nebraska land. Well, in any event, Gibbon will bring the ball out to the elbow. They'll kick it here right side for Snell. Good ball, but we got the one wing, gave it right back to Snell on the right side, and Snell scores here for Gibbon. That's exactly what uh, head coach Jim Martinson was hoping for there. After that timeout, Emily Arnold will work the ball back around the perimeter, kick it left side, and again, the hot hand stays with Martinson as Martinson will score. They hadn't really come out defensively on her yet. She was inside that three-point arc, but was able to drain it. Here's Kenton. Kenton driving, putting up the shot, having it blocked, and Shockey's going to come up with the ball here. They're going to pressure it, so slowing it down is going to be Arnold. Arnold's across the timeline. She'll step up into a three, uncontested. We'll put it up. No good. It's going to be saved, but into the hands of Gibbon. So we'll give credit for a rebound here to uh, Rockefeller. Rockefeller is going to drive up ahead. And now they're going to reset the offense. Driving is going to be Parker Kenton. And we got a foul inside. I don't think it was on the foul. Well, they're going to say that uh, one of the defenders was on the baseline and touched the ball when Kenton was dribbling. In any event, it will be given basketball. And they'll give it here to Snell. Snell over for Rockefeller. Top of the circle for Smith. Back on that left side for Rockefeller. She'll shoot a three, hit the iron, no good, and rebounded by Martinson. So Amherst will end the possession with the rebound, and he'll get it back out here for Martinson. Martinson now has Rockefeller on her immediately, and quickly back around the perimeter we go. Palmer has it, gives it back out to Martinson on that baseline, and Rockefeller will knock the ball loose, throw it up ahead here from Miranda Smith, a one-on-one. Smith driving, banking it off glass and scoring. Miranda Smith working her way around Emily Arnold and getting the bucket. So they kick it up ahead to Martinson quickly after the made shot. And the pass going to be stolen away by Rockefeller. Rockefeller back-to-back steals. This one she lays up herself. Can't get it to go. Offensive board off glass. Bucket good for Smith. So a timeout being taken here by Amherst. They still lead it now, 19 to 18, and we'll be back when we continue with more of the second half, second quarter from uh, Amherst when we return right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. 
Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. And welcome back here. And, of course, all of our timeouts are brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Both teams have uh, taken some timeouts here because they're not happy with how their team has gone. And uh, we'll see how this one works here. It, it turned into a bucket when Gibbon and Coach Martinson the timeout. We'll see when Nathan Dietz outworks for him as he calls the timeout. Broncos bringing the ball up on the bounce here. It is going to be Brianna Trampy. Trampy helps work the ball down low. Now she gets the ball back after throwing it down there. Out for Arnold. Over to Trampy on that right side. They put it on the high post here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger is going to turn around with the jumper. That's going to be no good. She gets her own rebound and we'll give it out here for Martinson. Martinson will shoot the three. That one will not go and it's going to be uh, Knocked out of bounds. Last touched by the Broncos. So here come the Buffaloes on the bounce, bringing it across the timeline and kicking here left wing for Kroll. Kroll's going to penetrate, take it down the baseline, and bank it off the glass and score. That was not an easy angle there for Sidney Kroll, but Kroll was able to create her own shot and has her first bucket of the ball game. They're going to stop Arnold, and it's going to be a hell ball. They stop Arnold. They double-teamed her. And Miranda Smith was one of the two that was able to create a hell ball, and that's going to be an Amherst turnover because the arrow is pointing to the Buffaloes. So we'll move the arrow, get the ball inside here. The cut by Parker Kenton. Kenton couldn't get the shot to go. It's going to go off the Buffaloes, off the uh, Broncos, and out of bounds. So it stays here with Gibbon. Kenton will throw it in, and it'll be tipped by one teammate and into the hands here of Bailey Rockefeller. Rockefeller back inside, and they're going to call a charge. She threw it inside here for Sidney Kroll, and Kroll ran into Hadwiger, who was set, and Kroll is going to be called for her third foul of the game. So she's in foul trouble here with 2.49 to go, second quarter. She'll come out. Checking in for her is going to be Bree Bailey. So one starter subbing in for the other. And so here comes Emily Arnold. She'll throw it top of the circle here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger tried to get it down low, too high for Martinson, and that will be an Amherst turnover. So if you can't make the steal yourself, try to get the other team to play a little bit faster than they want to and still they'll turn it over. And Amherst played faster than what they wanted to, and Gibbon got them to turn over. Snell will handle the ball down low, and again, leaning in is Parker Kenton. And Parker with a nice kiss off last there. It's now 23-18. Lead of five, and Parker Kenton with five points here in the game. Arnold will get the ball left side here for Brianna Trampy. The freshman will give it and turn it over. It's going to be stolen away. Driving here is going to be Smith. Smith with the jumper, no good. They they, They shut her off, and Trampy is going to pull down the rebound after the miss. So on the bounce, bringing it up here is going to be Arnold. Arnold will get the ball right back out here for Trampy. At the high post, they get it to Hadwiger. Hadwiger to the other side to Arnold. Arnold's going to drive, little ball fake, kick the ball back out. That's Trampy working it around the perimeter, giving it to Martinson. Tough pass inside, and pulling it down is Hadwiger. Hadwiger's going to kick it out for Arnold. Arnold's going to shoot a three. No good. Offensive board by Martinson. That shot won't fall for Martinson, and pulling down the rebound eventually here is going to be Gibbon. So good work, but they just couldn't get the shot to fall, and now the kick here on the left side 
They'll put up the shot. That's going to be no good. And then Rockefeller gets a long rebound, and Rockefeller on the three pins it between the glass and the iron. That's a jump ball. And the uh, arrow here is pointing <laughs> the other direction. So Gibbon will have the basketball. They've, they've hit it once with a basketball. Let's see if the official can get it again. There you go. It was stuck in there pretty good. So they'll get the ball back to the uh, scorer's table. That's where it came from originally, and it will be Amherst basketball. You see that about four or five times a year. Just that shot from the corner and just gets wedged in there. So Arnold will face that pressure here from Miranda Smith. And they'll throw it up ahead. Making the catch is going to be Martinson. Martinson tries to lob it down low, a little bit too strong. And Bree Bailey's going to come up with it. So an Amherst turnover. On the run comes Gibbon. Bouncing up here is going to be Smith. Smith will kick it in the corner. And then between the circles, they'll get it here for Snell. Back to Smith. 53 seconds to go here before halftime. Entry pass by Rockefeller is going to be intercepted. Martinson is going to pick up the basketball. Plenty of time here for Amherst as they'll get the ball right wing for Trampy. Trampy gets the ball in the high post for Shockey. Back around the perimeter we go. They try to lob it down low, and there's going to be a foul inside. They were lobbing it inside for Martinson. Martinson went up for it, but got moved off the ball by Parker Kenton, and that's going to be her second. Unfortunate break there for Gibbon. If they if Kenton doesn't commit the foul, that ball is going out of bounds. Arnold works around the perimeter. So we'll see if the Broncos can cash in on the break. Right side, Brianna Trampy has it. Gets it to Shockey. Shockey makes a catch after the tip. Missed the shot. Rebounded by Rockefeller. Rockefeller with 17 left. He's going to kick the ball here left side for Smith, and Smith will score. So Rockefeller with the defensive rebound after the Amherst miss. And now there's six seconds left. Lob pass right side tipped out of bounds here by Gibbon. Bree Bailey tipped it out of there. There's only 3.8 to go on that sideline for Amherst, who will inbound in their offensive end. Emily Palmer has it. And setting a screen here is going to be Arnold, who gives the ball here to uh, Trampy. And Trampy trying to put up a shot from long distance. Got her footwork a little discombobulated, walked with it before she could try the three. It's going to be inbounded here for Gibbon. They're 70 feet away. They're just going to inbound it and be done with it. They lead by seven. Lady Buffaloes of Gibbon lead here in Amherst by a score of 25 to 18. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
And welcome back here to Amherst. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo our residents. Ravenna Sanitation Collection Connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We are at halftime of our girls game where the Amherst Lady Broncos at home do trail against Gibbon by a score of 25 to 18. Of course, the boys game is uh, coming up next here. Kind enough to join us to kind of help us preview that is Bill Giffen, head basketball coach here for the uh, Broncos. And coach, uh, kind of indicative of a 10 and 5 season, and then some good things. There's been some things that maybe didn't go quite so well. Yeah, it's been a been a process with this team and and uh, the tough schedule, uh, and then uh, having some injuries. It seems like everybody's about had a, one sprained ankle or sprained whatever. So. Uh, yeah, it's been been a little challenging, but uh, you know we're we're getting better. I think we've uh, we're getting better each time out, so that's what you look for. And as part of that getting better, how is the injury situation at the moment? Well, right now, of course, Holden has been out. Hopefully, uh, we can get him around conference tournament time. Uh, we'll see how, what the medical people tell us, but. Uh, uh, he's chomping at the bit, I'm sure, of course, but uh, uh, we want to be smart on that and uh, get him back uh, and maybe maybe take part in some practice next week a little bit. Look at that conference tournament. Time. Yeah, and again, that's one of those things. You just good athlete like that, you know he's going to. Right. And if he's right. not 100%, yeah. you run yeah. the risk of that making that worse down yeah. the stretch. Or a different injury. Yeah, yeah. 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 It caused something else to happen. Yeah. So with that happening, what, what, how do you kind of handle that? Because Holden definitely has been that guy that has had the most experience for you over the last few years. Right. And kind of, I don't want to just say he's the glue because that might overstate it a little bit. But it does cause some um, issues for you trying to figure out all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Who's going to take care of the ball in the press and all sorts of things. Yeah. But the one thing, and I guess you look for a silver lining, people have to step up. And, uh, you know, in the long run, if, if they, you use that right, it'll help us. And, uh, you know, I think we're seeing some, some of the younger kids stepping up and, and some of the guys that are maybe hiding in the weeds or, or uh, figuring out they need to start doing some stuff. And, and uh, so that's kind of how you look at it. Everybody else step up their game and, and then if and when he, he comes back, we should be uh, better for it. Have you kind of settled on, on a rotation, or are you still trying to find those guys that are going to kind of step up? Because it, it's been kind of by committee all season. Well, you know, it's it's kind of unusual. It's I don't know if I've ever had a team where you get, usually you get to about seven or eight, which is comfortable playing time. You get guys enough minutes so they can get, uh, you know, something going. And you get past that, and then it's, it's probably diluting it. But uh, uh, usually there's... You know, it's they sort themselves out, but here you've got uh, this year. It's uh, you know number four through ten could be anybody really, um, and and so it's it's a little bit that I hate to uh, uh, guys play well. Uh, you don't want to go back and forth, and if you make a mistake, you're out. You don't want that to happen, but but it, we're kind of zoom uh, zone. Uh, zeroing in on on some things and, and uh, see a little tighter rotation, but we'll still play probably, you know, probably a couple, three more people. Than we would, but you know, it, it's still been pretty successful. You've had a nice little stretch here. Uh, since you lost to Arcadia Loop City, who's 13 and 0, by the way, right. uh, and and Kenny, who's 14 and 0, by the way. Since then, your only loss has been at Overton. They're 10-4, so you've been on a nice little stretch here since mid-December. Yeah, it's you know we're we're playing playing fairly well. I mean, there's some things you look at the Kennesaw game, but we should have won. 
and could have uh, double overtime, yeah. and we could have won it in regulation. And and uh, but you go on, and and uh, Loop City's just got a heck of a ball club, and and Coach Abe's doing a great job up there. But you you look at some of the other games, Broken Bow, we could have got. And, and you know those little things you, you got to do right to have them have you know, get a W there. But you just hope that it all all comes in together. And I, I I see this this club coming together that way. And I, like I said, we get get past this stretch and and get full strength. Hopefully, uh, I think uh, I think we'll be all right. And you played a number of tight games, and that's just going to help you during crunch time of the conference tournament and sub-districts and districts rolling around the corner. A lot of tight games, that's just going to help you down the road. Yeah, you shouldn't get that deer-in-the-headlight look. Now you've got to win those tight ball games uh, to get a little confidence there. Then if you've been there, done that, and, and won those, it, it, it can put you over the top there. But So so we just got to prove it out on the court. Uh, real quick, talk about Gibbon, what you're going to have to do tonight. Well, you know, uh, Gibbon, is, is the record isn't that great, but they played uh, teams that uh, – you know, we've lost to or within, uh, you know, the same point spread. <clears throat> so they play fairly tough schedule. So, uh, you know, it's, it's I I think it's going to be a, a heck of a ball game. You know, even, even with them what, having three wins or whatever, I, you know, I think uh, they've got some people over there that can play, and, and it'll be it'll be a tough match. All right. Hey, appreciate the time, Bill. Talk to you after right. the game. Thank you. Thank you for your coverage. All right. Thanks. Bill Giffen, head basketball coach for the Amherst Broncos, and the uh, Amherst girls are trailing here at home 25-18 to the Buffaloes. We'll check the halftime numbers of the girls' game when we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Where else can you get so much great food for an affordable price? Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge in sunny downtown Gibbon. For years, they have prided themselves in being more bang for the buck and making homemade food fresh right there. Like their famous prime rib, it's the best prime rib west of Wall Street, and it's right in your backyard. And what about the huge jumbo hand-breaded shrimp, the freshest salad and fruit bars around? Make the drive to sunny downtown Gibbon and be part of great family, food, and tradition. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. And welcome back here to Amherst. Let's check our halftime numbers for you. We'll begin, first of all, for the hometown Broncos, who are trailing in here 25-18 to 18 at intermission. They're being led by Taryn Hadwiger and A.B. Martinson. Both of them have six points. Hadwiger has three rebounds. Martinson has four. Jaden Shockey also has six points and three rebounds. So, well, that makes it easy. Hadwiger, Martinson, and Shockey, all with six points each. There's your 18 points. 13 rebounds here in the first half for Amherst, but they've turned the ball over uh, eight times here in the game. And uh, meanwhile, for Gibbon, as we mentioned, they have the lead here at 25-18. to 18. In double figures already is Ellie Snell with 10 points and three rebounds. Miranda Smith with six points, four boards. Parker Kenton has five points, a couple of rebounds. Morgan Watkins-Meyer has two points and a rebound. That's the same for Sidney Kroll, two points and a rebound. No points, but Bailey Rockefeller does have uh, three rebounds and a couple of steals here. Bree Bailey also with a couple of rebounds. 16 rebounds here for Gibbon in the first half. They've turned the ball over 
only seven times, so they have a slight edge in both turnovers and in rebounds. I have given with 16 rebounds compared to uh, uh, 13 for Amherst, and, and rebound edge here for Gibbon as well. And the scoreboard favors the Buffaloes by a score of 25-18. to 18. Take a quick break. We'll be back with the third quarter. That will wrap up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Back to Amherst right after this. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel And welcome back here to Amherst. Broncos inbounding the basketball here. Emily Arnold will face, uh, looks like they're trying to trap here as the ball is in the backcourt. And they'll now bring it up here. Martinson has it. So they change the defense here a little bit, does Gibbon. Pass into the corner for Emily Palmer. Palmer jumper is going to be no good. And dribbling out with a rebound is going to be Smith. So Smith on the run. She'll take it all the way in. Put up a shot, not going to get it. And the rebound is ripped out again. Here by Hadwiger. So Hadwiger gets the ball back after pulling down the rebound, and they'll get it here left side for Palmer. Hadwiger had it down low, kicks it back out here for Arnold. Arnold with the three-pointer. That's no good. The rebound was pulled down by Shockey, and we're going to have a foul. So the offensive board here by Shockey, and then she's going to be fouled from behind there by Bree Bailey. That's just going to be her first, team's first of the second half. Off the screen, coming up here is Arnold. She'll get it down low for Hadwiger. Hadwiger double team. She's going to lose the basketball. And so here comes the Buffaloes. They'll get it up ahead. Smith with the low runner in the lane. That's going to be no good. And rebound by Palmer. Good look there by Smith in transition after they forced the steal. Now the entry pass inside for Shockey. Shockey goes up immediately. She's fouled by Bailey. And Bailey, who didn't commit a single foul in the first half, has picked up two in the first minute five here of the second half. So two to the line is going to be Jaden Shockey. And she's going to be shooting two. And it is up and good. Shockey only a 30% free throw shooter on the season. She's 9 of 30 on the season coming in. But she makes the first of two here to extend the given lead to 26 to 18. And the second free throw bounces around is no good. And dribbling out with the rebound here is going to be Snell. Snell. We'll give it across the timeline to Smith. Smith's picked up there man-to-man by Palmer. Actually, they're going zone here, but she was staying right with the ball. Entry pass down low, going to be knocked out of bounds. So the Buffaloes will keep possession. On the baseline, it's going to be Parker Kenton tossing in. And 1-3-1 right now is the Broncos on the inbounds, and they get it in the seam to Ellie Snell. Snell attacks the basket, and she's going to be fouled. And that will be on Taryn Hadwiger. That is her first. Hadwiger, Martinson with six points each. Shockey now with seven. 
There's the 19 points here for Amherst. The free throw is no good for Snell, but she's got one more coming. Snell, a 40% free throw shooter. She makes the second one. That's good. So now 26-19. That lead back out to seven. And Arnold will throw it up ahead to Martinson across the timeline. She'll get it down low for Shockey. Shockey off glass. Good. She was outside the lane. Can't really truly call that a post move. That was even tougher. But she basically pivoted, squared, and was able to hit what is essentially a skyhook. And they get it off here for Kenton. Kenton gets it away, gets it back. Now she's going to skip it. It was deflected. That was ill-advised. Gibbon turns it over. And they'll kick it up ahead quickly here for Martinson. Martinson's pass. That's going to be deflected. Coming up with it is going to be Kroll. They'll pressure Kroll. She'll bounce it up ahead here for Smith. They got numbers that they want to attack. Smith penetrates a little bit. Kicks back out for Snell. Snell finds a seam in that zone. And Ellie Snell will follow Miranda Smith through that same area. And they couldn't get to Snell because Smith was in their way. So ceiling there was uh, Smith for Snell. Entry pass from uh, Hadwiger down low for Shockey. That's going to turn into two easy points. Got on the high post, and as soon as Taryn Hadwiger had it, she made a great bounce pass for Shockey, who was able to score at point-blank range. Lead is five here for the Buffaloes. They're going to shoot the three on that left side. Too strong here for Rockefeller, and rebound taken out by Arnold. So Arnold's across the line. And she'll kick it here left side for Palmer. Palmer's going to shoot the long two. That's going to be uh, a little short. Rebounded by Shockey. Shockey tried to get the shot off. She actually had it held. It was a block there, if you will. Tying up the basketball. And so it's going to belong here to uh, the Broncos. They work it around the perimeter. Left side jumper going to be no good. Offensive board. Shot won't fall for Hadwiger. And then finally ending the possession here is going to be Kenton. So now in transition, a three-pointer right side here for Snell. That one's no good. And rebound again is taken out here by Shockey. So they'll flip it up ahead here for Palmer. Back out for Arnold. Arnold in the lane, takes it off glass, no good. And we're going to have a foul called on the rebound. And so they're going to call a little push here. Oh, and I believe that was Shockey. Yeah, they gave it to Shockey. So here come the Buffaloes up ahead. Miranda Smith gave it away, gets it back, throws it in the lane here for Kenton. Kenton had her pocket pick, but was able to come back up with it. But then it was she'd already used up her dribble. She walked out of there with it. It's going to be a Buffalo turnover. Forced by pretty good defense by the uh, Amherst Lady Broncos. And across the timeline here is going to be Arnold. Arnold throws it up ahead for Palmer. Palmer being double teamed, has the ball deflected. Coming up with it is going to be Rockefeller. Rockefeller leading the break, going to drive, hit the iron with the shot, going to be no good, fighting for the rebound. Can't get it. It's going to be pulled in here by Hadwiger, and Hadwiger will help throw it up ahead for Palmer. Palmer lobs it down low. Good hands there by Snell to swat away. Back into the hands of Palmer, who will reset the offense by getting it out here for Arnold. So the Buffalo is just an eyelash away of forcing the uh, turnover there out of this 1-3-1. Pass in the corner, right wing here for Martinson. They'll skip it back out left side for Palmer. And Palmer from the left wing is going to score from about 12 feet away. So Emily Palmer will uh, hit the bucket. 
And they'll bring it in the offensive end, and they're going to call a little push-in here on the inside. So driving quickly there was Ellie Snell. Taryn Hadwiger going to be called for the foul as the ball came loose. And it came loose because there was the foul. So Hadwiger called for her second foul of the game. Snell back to the line for the front end of a, well, for the first of two shots. And again, Snell, a 50% free throw shooter as a team. The Buffaloes are 54%. Second free throw is no good. So she missed both of them. Score remains 28-25. On the bouncer is going to be Morgan Bolt, who checked in just a little bit ago. They enter it inside for Hadwiger. And on the entry pass, Hadwiger was pushed from behind. That'll be on Snell. That's going to be her first. Three is a team now against both squads here in the second half. Entry pass down low. Sealing in there is Martinson, and Martinson will score. Kept the defender in her back pocket. And is able to bank it in off the glass. Amherst has cut the lead down to one. It's 28-27. Smith has it. We'll give it right wing for Kroll. Back to Smith, looking at 2-3 zone. They try to enter it inside and stealing it right away there is Martinson. So Gibbon turns it over. Martinson passes up ahead. And there's a foul as Emily Arnold was driving in. I don't think Arnold was quite going up yet. Yeah, that's what the officials say. As it was knocked out of bounds. And checking, uh, inbounding here is going to be Hadwiger. Hadwiger will get it to Arnold. Arnold on that low block now kicks out for Martinson. Martinson could have shot the three if she wanted to. She'll kick it out for Arnold. She'll shoot the three. It's bouncing around no good. Rebound being fought for. And finally, the Buffaloes come up with it. It's Snell who gets the bound. And we're going to have a foul here on the outlet pass. Nope, not a foul. Just the ball deflected. Thought they were calling a reach there on the uh, Broncos. But instead, it just went out of bounds. So pass here on the right side. That's Sidney Kroll. Kroll will help get it on the high post here for Snell. Back to Kroll on that baseline. She'll drive. She'll shoot just a little bit short. Tries to get the rebound. Trips over the Bronco that fell down. And she'll trip. Falling down initially there was Kelly Mulholland. And Mulholland got uh, tripped on. And it's going to be... A long story short, she's going to get the job done because the Gibbon had the basketball but tripped over the top of her, so that's going to be a walk. So Amherst will face a little token pressure there. Stopping the ball is Miranda Smith, but she's able to get it to Martinson. Martinson has it, and Martinson's pass tip. The Palmer comes up with it. Back out to Martinson left side. Throws it in the corner over there for Morgan Bolt. Bolt throws it inside. Jumper by Mulholland is going to be no good. And we're going to have a foul called here after it's rebounded by Gibbon. And the foul is going to be on uh, Shockey. Now it'll be her second. So left wing with it here is going to be Kroll. Kroll throws it down low. They double team, so they kick it back out for Snell. Snell's going to drive and elevate from eight feet score. Once they collapse on that low... Underneath the glass there, got that out, that pass to Snell. Snell was able to dribble, get to an open area. And here's a clean steal by Miranda Smith. Smith goes in for the layup, missed it. Offensive board, Kenton, and Kenton will score. So Kenton with the made putback after the turnover by Amherst. Good work there, forcing the steal by Smith. Pressure the ball now, and they're working around the perimeter. 
They give it to Martinson. Skip pass left side for Palmer. Palmer working in here for Amherst. That's a tough shot. Shot from 15 is going to be no good. Trying to get it back, she's going to commit the foul. So Palmer will be called for the foul here. Tried to get the shot after the miss, but rebounding it there was uh, Miranda Smith. So Kenton inbounds here for Smith. Smith's across the timeline with a minute 10 to go here in the third. Five-point lead again here for the Buffaloes, 32-27. They enter it in, kick it out to Kenton. Kenton back out left side here for Smith. Back now, they skip it right side, open for three here. Snell, Snell shot's a little bit too strong, and Martinson's going to pull down the board. So dribbling up here is going to be Palmer. Palmer kicks it out and wide open for three is Arnold. She missed it, and rebound going to be pulled down by Snell. So Snell with the board. She'll bring in the offensive end, does not have numbers. And so she'll slow it down. Miranda Smith has it. Now gives it right side for Snell. Snell on the baseline, shoots over the top of Shockey. Kenton get it to fall, and it's going to be rebounded here by Kenton. So Kenton will give it off. Little runner now on that right side by Smith. And finally pulling down the rebound is going to be Emily Arnold. So an opportunity or two there for Gibbon, but they couldn't get it to go. Entry pass inside, a little bit off the mark on the pass, but Shockey's able to track it down. And then she puts up the shot. It goes off of one of the Broncos and out of bounds. So that'll be a team rebound here for Amherst, and they'll inbound on the baseline. They've got 11.1 to go, inbounding underneath their own basket. We'll see what Abby Martinson can do when she inbounds it. They go with the low four set here. They give it to Shockey on the baseline. Throws it at the high post here for Palmer. Back top of the circle for Arnold, who will shoot the three. That's no good. Rebound going to be picked up here by Smith. Smith has two seconds left. Shoots from half court, and it was online, but a little bit short. Three quarters have elapsed, and Gibbon will start the fourth with a 32-27 lead when we return to Amherst right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. And welcome back here to the broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Ball inbounded here by Gibbon. They get it top of the circle to Miranda Smith. Smith tries to throw it on the inside. It's going to be swatted away. So Parker Kenton will inbound it. Get it top of the circle here for Kroll. Kroll will fire the three-pointer. That's going to be no good. And rebound pulled out by Martinson, so here come the Broncos. Amherst, their first possession of the fourth quarter. They trail it here 32-27, and they get the ball left side for Arnold. Arnold lobs it in traffic. Great extra pass. Martinson tries the layup, and it's going to be short, rebounded by Kenton. 
So Kenton will pull down the board after a great look there by the Broncos, and she'll bring it in the offensive end. Gets it top of the circle here for Miranda Smith. Smith is going to dribble up, fire a three. That's off the back of the heel and no good. Kenton with another offensive board. They're double teaming her, but she'll step through a double team, go right side. Could have shot if she wanted to, but she's going to kick out open for the uh, jumper momentarily was Smith. They throw it to the inside, and then Gibbon can't handle it. So the Broncos will go back on offense after forcing the Buffalo turnover. So 32-27, five-point lead for the Broncos, for the uh, Buffaloes, and the Broncos trying to cut into it on the home floor. They're looking at a 1-3-1 zone here as they work it here on the left side where Brianna Trampy. Trampy throws it inside, loses the basketball. That'll be an Amherst turnover. Up ahead on the run is going to be Smith. Smith with the jumper. That one won't fall. Another rebound here by Martinson. And Martinson will just get the ball out here for Brianna Trampy. The freshman helps bring it in the offensive end. We'll throw it right side for Martinson. Back out for Trampy. They're looking inside here for Hadwiger. She gets the ball at the free throw line and will kick it right side for Martinson. Open from about 14 feet. A little bit too strong. And Snell will pull down the rebound. So back out here for Smith. For Snell, rather. Now right side for Smith. And dribbling is... uh, Around Arnold, they're going to go. They throw the ball here on that left side. It's going to be slapped out of bounds by Martinson. Just take care of the basketball and be aggressive. I think that's true of both of these two squads. That's our Seeds of Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Got a timeout being taken here by the Broncos, by the by Gibbon, rather. Gibbon calls the timeout. They lead it, 32-27. We'll be back to Amherst right after this. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Our timeouts brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Well, Natalie Kratzer with a knee injury here for Amherst and Sydney Province uh, also injured in the game, not in the matchup here tonight for the Amherst Broncos. That's our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Gibbon is going to work around the perimeter, and Allie Snell will drain the three-pointer. They skipped it from one side over to the other, and the three-pointer here for Gibbon. And they now lead at 35-27. And Amherst needs to take care of the ball, and right on schedule, they throw it away. Well, they had it on the height between the circles, was throwing it to the right wing, but the person on the wing started to cut, hoping that somebody was going to replace her. Well, just the timing of that was a little bit off, and it will be an unforced error here. So the ball is going to be tapped into the backcourt. Miranda Smith is able to track it down there, and she'll bring in the offensive end again here for Gibbon. She gives right side for Sidney Kroll. Kroll out for Miranda Smith. Entry pass by Rockefeller inside. Pass is deflected, but back out for Smith. Snell has it right side. Smith now gives it to Rockefeller. She's going to shoot a three. That's no good. And uh, the rebound is ripped out of there by Amherst. 
Good rebound out there by Hadwiger. She's able to pull down the board. Entry pass inside, knocking it down was Kenton, but they are able to pick it up. Turnaround jumper, no good here for Shockey. Good hands there by Shockey. And coming up with the rebound here is going to be Kroll. And they're going to say Kroll in the offensive end carried the basketball. So that will be a given turnover. Still plenty of time in this one for either squad. Down by eight is Amherst, so they need to pressure their... Uh, they need to uh, treasure their possessions just a little bit more. They're being double-teamed, and they're going to call the timeout. That's a good t- timeout there by Coach Dietz. They were trapped in the corner. Timeout with 4.43 to go here in the fourth. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's 35-27, given with the lead. Amherst inbounds. We come back after this. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Well, each team has three timeouts left here with 4.43 to go in regulation. 35-27. to 27. Amherst is behind, and they are inbounding at midcourt. And Hadwiger will be doing the toss again here. And it looks like they're going man-to-man. It is Gibbon, at least on this inbounds to start with. And Hadwiger will get it in quickly. For Palmer. Palmer drives to the elbow. It pivots. They left her open. Her 50-foot jumper is no good. Offensive board by Mashaki. Shockey missed it. Got the rebound again. And uh, so she got a couple of boards out of this deal. And then the kick in the left corner. The three-pointer is good for Arnold. Emily Arnold hits a big three-pointer after a couple of offensive boards for Amherst. So driving here is going to be Miranda Smith. Now she's going to slow it down. Kick it back out here for Rockefeller. Rockefeller looks inside for Kenton. Kenton's outside the lane. And now they'll get it to Snell in the lane. Back out for Rockefeller. Her three's no good. Off the hands of Amherst and out of bounds. Shockey could not reel that in. So Rockefeller will uh, step out of the ball game. Bree Bailey, the starter, will come back in. 5'6 senior. And it'll be Kenton on the baseline, inbounding the ball. She'll give it for Kroll. Back to Kenton. Gives it top of the circle here for Smith. Smith will kick left side for Snell. Throw it it inside, and Amherst right there. They intercept it. They get it up ahead here for Arnold. Arnold's going to drive all the way in. Shot won't fall. And snagging the board and driving here is going to be Miranda Smith. Smith with the rebound. Now the shot on the other end of the court, and she's going to be fouled. So Smith pulled down the defensive rebound after the miss on the other end. And she's going to be hit on the arm, so she'll go to the line and shoot a couple. Emily Palmer is called for her second foul of the game. And so stepping to the stripe is going to be Smith, who's a 40% free throw shooter, and she hits the first of two to make it now 36-30. Gibbon with the lead over Amherst. And the second free throw is good as well. So she makes both free throws. So good work there by Smith. And then she's going to come up with a steal. Miranda Smith with the steal, then loses the basketball. She's on her backside, 
And Coach Martinson's going to call a timeout. That's a good timeout. No sense risking losing the basketball after you got the good uh, uh, steal there. And so with our score, 37-30, a seven-point lead for Gibbon. Buffalo's called timeout. We're back after this. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Again, the timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. 321 to go here as Gibbon will inbound the basketball, working around the perimeter here. Smith has it. Smith losing it. Arnold fighting for it. And it's going to be a hell ball possession arrow is pointing to Amherst. So the hustle there on only Arnold forces the turnover, will move the possession arrow. And so the basketball goes over here to the Broncos. Amherst needs a bucket. They're down 37-30. 10-second count going on. They get it to Palmer. She's across the timeline. Throws it on the high post here for Hadwiger. Hadwiger kicks right side for Martinson. Martinson uses up her dribble, gives it to Arnold. Arnold on the bounce. We'll throw it now left side for Palmer. Quickly inside for Shockey, and Shockey's going to be fouled as she went up strong. Shockey with 11 in the game. Martinson has eight. So the 5-9 and 6-1 post players are the ones that play down low. They've been getting most of the work done here. The foul on Bree Bailey is going to be her third, and the free throw is up and good. So Martinson makes it now 37-31. Oh, Shockey, rather, makes it 37-31. Second free throw is up and good. So now Jaden Shockey has 13 in the game. Cuts the lead down to five with 2.45 to go. As across the timeline is Miranda Smith. She'll get the ball right wing here for Sidney Kroll. Back out to Smith between the circles. In the lane, pass deflected off the hands of Kroll. Kroll saved it, and then off of one of the Broncos. Taryn Hadwiger was following the play and was actually out of bounds when the ball was thrown off of her. So a bit of a break here for Gibbon. They maintain possession here. That should have been a turnover. But hustle by Parker Kenton kept the ball alive. Pass right side here for Smith. Smith has it, and will give it top of the circle for Miranda, for Miranda Smith. Snell had it. Back to Smith. I got it straight now. On the high post, they'll get it here for Bailey, who will kick left side, and the jumper's good for Snell. They got on the high post, collapsed on Bailey, and then Snell was open for the shot. Good pass there by Bailey. Left side, that's Palmer. She's going to lob it in the lane for Hadwiger. Hadwiger throws right side for Martinson. Back to Martinson after she gave it away. Top of the circle for Arnold. Left wing, here's Palmer for three. No good. And rebound pulled out by Kroll. So Kroll will come up with it here. Facing some pressure, dribbling through it is going to be Miranda Smith. Smith kicks left wing. Open for three with Snell. In a tie ball game, she shoots that. But as it is, she was smart to work some clock here. They get the ball left side for Snell. Snell's going to drive the baseline. Kisses it off the glass, and she'll score. She had that seam. They never really shut her off on the baseline, and she found a pretty good pretty good look there. And if she didn't like it, she would have just kept right on dribbling. And they're going to call a carry here by Amherst. In the face of some pressure, the Broncos turn it over. Nine-point lead now for Gibbett. 41-32 with a minute 29 to go. 
And so you you just know the Buffaloes are feeling their oats a little bit. They throw it up ahead here for Ellie Snell. Snell being double teamed. Martinson's going to call a timeout. Timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney, taking care of you since 94, located where you need us, specializing in you. Minute 24 to go here. 41 32, a nine point lead for Gibbon when we return to Amherst right after this. Hitting home runs is sure a thrill, but more often than not, it's the small ball that wins the game in agriculture. At the Aurora Cooperative, we know that by managing the small increments, we can make a huge difference. Couple that with a competitive team who wants you and your farms to win, now that's a true yielding combination. Whether it's grain marketing, animal nutrition, providing agronomic solutions, or turning your corn into your ethanol, Aurora Cooperative's mission is to put equity to work in ways that produce yielding results for your operation. To learn more about the Aurora Cooperative, check out our website at auroracooperative.com. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. Well, we'll remind you that the internet streaming of our high school games on Platte River Radio, Group of Stations, and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Of course, we stream all those games. We also stream wrestling duels, and a pretty good wrestling duel just getting underway right now over on the ESPN 1460 KXPM. It's uh, number six Columbus taking on number two Carney High in a Class A top six wrestling duel again. That's over on 1460 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Face and pressure. The Buffaloes will inbound the basketball. They get it in the backcourt to Snell. Snell lost it momentarily, gets it back, and now she's going to be fouled. And that will be seven as a team here. So Gibbon, who as a team shoots 54% on the year, will be at the free throw line, one would assume, quite a bit here down the stretch. Ellie Snell has the front end of a one-and-one here, and uh, hits the back of the heel. That's no good, and rebound by Martinson. So dribbling ahead is going to be Emily Arnold. Arnold's going to put up a tough contested three. That's no good. Bree Bailey with the board. She's able to get it up ahead, and slowing it down was Miranda Smith. Smith had numbers, and they're going to call a hell ball, and the possession arrow is pointing to Gibbon. So minute three here. Down by nine, Broncos will pressure as much as they can as Parker Kenton will inbound at the end of the given bench near midcourt, and she'll throw it in the backcourt. Coming up with it is Snell, and Snell's going to be fouled immediately here by Abby Martinson. That's two on Martinson, and again, Snell at the free throw line. will step to the stripe. She is two of seven from the line coming into action right now in the game. But she makes this one. Snell now with 23 points in the game. And the next free throw is up and good. So she will push this lead now out to 11 in the final minute. And with it is number 11, Emily Arnold. She'll throw it up ahead for Palmer. And her pass is going to be intercepted. This one's all over but the shouting. Long pass up ahead. Miranda Smith wide open. And she'll go in for the bucket. So she's got 10 in the game to go with seven rebounds. Snell with 24. And on that left side, Arnold has it. She's facing some pressure, gives it to Palmer. They work it around. Martinson has it. Martinson will shoot the long two. Offensive board. Bucket's going to be good here for Emily Palmer. So lead still 11 with 26 seconds to go. Spinning and driving and kicking that right side is going to be Miranda Smith. Smith gives it to Sidney Kroll. Kroll facing some pressure. Now Kroll will go to the free throw line, and that will be, I believe, two free throws. I think that's number 10 here against the Broncos. 
That's going to be the third on Taryn Hadwiger, and it is ten. Nope, it's only nine. So Kroll at the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one, and and it is good. That will earn her the bonus. Kroll now with three in the game. And the second free throw is up and good. She makes both of them. So a 13-point lead here with now 17 seconds to go. Amherst will give it out here for Arnold. Working against a little token pressure here by Kroll. Back out for Palmer. And then on the low block, they get it to Shockey. Shockey's shot going to be a little bit too strong. She's tracking down her own rebound. They'll kick it out, and the three-pointer is good. At the buzzer here by Emily Arnold. But just a little bit too much given here tonight for the Amherst Lady Broncos because Gibbon wins this one comfortably by final score of 47-37. Even with that three-pointer at the buzzer, a 10-point win for Gibbon. Congratulations to them as they pick up the win. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. And welcome back here to Amherst. A nice win tonight for Gibbon on the road here. 47-37 to 37 over the Amherst Lady Broncos. And this is the new Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's check the numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Amherst. And leading the way for them was Jaden Shockey. She finished with 13 points and 7 rebounds. Abby Martinson with 8 points and 6 boards. Emily Arnold with 6 points, 3 rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger with 6 points, 6 rebounds. Emily Palmer with 4 points and 3 rebounds. Brianna Trampy also threw in a couple of rebounds here for Amherst. Unofficially at Amherst being 16 of 50 from the field, shooting 32%. They were 2 of 13 from three-point range, so they were 15% there, and they were 3 of 6 from the free-throw line. Unofficially, 15 turnovers in the game, 27 rebounds 
So we ended up dead t- dead even in terms of rebounds between Gibbon and Amherst here in the ball game. But it is a 10-point Gibbon lead. And checking the numbers uh, here for uh, Gibbon. We'll do that in just a moment. Still need to total all those up. So we'll step away for a moment when we come back. We'll take a look at the numbers here for uh, Gibbon and wrap up the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this timeout. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you oh i can't believe it are you kidding me out here in the middle of nowhere mom and bramps will kill me what's that girl call carney towing and repair because they'll get us home from anywhere but i don't have their number 308-236-9951 thanks girl 24-hour towing certified repair no matter why no matter where 308-236-9951 lock it in carney towing and repair Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Where else can you get so much great food for an affordable price? Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge in sunny downtown Gibbon. For years, they have prided themselves in being more bang for the buck and making homemade food fresh right there. Like their famous prime rib, it's the best prime rib west of Wall Street, and it's right in your backyard. And what about the huge jumbo hand-breaded shrimp, the freshest salad and fruit bars around? Make the drive to sunny downtown Gibbon and be part of great family, food, and tradition. And welcome back here to Amherst. Let's check the numbers for uh, Gibbon. And uh, as we take a look at those, we can tell you that uh, Ellie Snell had a tremendous game here tonight. She finished with 24 points and seven rebounds in the game. Miranda Smith with 10 points, seven rebounds. Parker Kenton had seven points, five rebounds. Sydney Cole with four points and a board. Morgan Watkins-Meyer with two points and a rebound. Bailey Rockefeller played well tonight. She finished with a, a couple of steals, also with three rebounds. And Bree Bailey also with three rebounds here in the game. Unofficially shooting for Gibbon, they were 18 of 51 for about 35.3%. They were 3 of 19 from three-point range, but shot pretty well from the free throw line. They were 8 of 13 for 61.5% there here in the game. So Amherst now falls to uh, 5 and 11 on the year. Coming up next for them, they'll travel to Wilcox Hildreth 
uh, here on today's Thursday, so be Saturday. And Gibbon is now 9-7 and seven on the year. Tomorrow they travel to Carroll to take on Centura. So once again, your final in this one, it was uh, Gibbon with the win here in Amherst, 47-37. to 37. We're still about 15 minutes away from the boys' game. We'll send it back to the studios for music for a few minutes. We'll be back in about oh, eight or nine minutes or so for a quick pregame for Gibbon and Amherst on the boys' side. Once again, the final in girls' basketball, Gibbon 47, Amherst 37. Boys' game coming up next here on Classic Hits 98.9. 